Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm known as the Mental MacGyver. My doctorate is in organizational business psychology with a concentration in sport and performance. And I provide luxury level, high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Atif Aga. He is a technology specialist doing data analytics. He is also an avid runner based in Chicago. I have Christina Kelly. She works with Today Media, helping customers reach their target audience through digital, print, and events. And I have Brett Knopf. He is a performance coach and business strategist with over two decades of experience. He empowers leaders and teams to create environments that focus on collaboration, transparency, self-accountability, and personal development. The question I have today, how much privacy or confidentiality should someone expect as an employee? Atif, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's it's a very interesting topic, uh, and it's also in many ways very uh, subjective to how people feel about their privacy today. That I think that's changed over time. Mm. Uh, in this social media age, people are very open and outgoing, and there are people who are very private. So I think it comes down to an organization or a corporation providing uh, what level of confidentiality based on what is actually confidential? That's the question. So anything personal, anything uh, that is maybe related to your health can affect you in a negative way, should be confidential and should be kept within either the management or within the organization. HR has very strict policy in terms of what they would share uh, when you're moving out or someone calls to verify your job. It's a very straight line. Yes, he's employed. So that's what I, what I expect. Fair. Christina? Uh, I agree. Atif made some great points. I think when someone does utilize social media, if they are public with it, I think anything that they're public with on social media is probably no longer personal because it's kind of being broadcast. You know, if you posted about your trip to Disney and you have a public profile and then somebody asks you about Disney, I think that's fair game. However, I think it should really come down to what the employee is requesting when it's something that's not pertaining to social media, just in terms of honoring their wishes and, and being respectful. Yeah, and I agree with, with both uh, points being made here, all points being made rather. It's an interesting question for sure, because in this, in this world that we live in now with so much uh, publicly accessible information, the privacy lines are really blurred. Mm-hmm. And I think as we're talking about this and I'm, I'm thinking through it, it's something that, you know, as you're interviewing for a role, if it's something that's important to you, perhaps there's an opportunity to ask what the organizational uh, privacy practices are and making a determination of whether you want to uh, be part of the organization or not can can potentially come down to uh, how well they answer that question for you. So I have two feelings about this. One, I have a feeling of what you should expect, and then I have a feeling about what you will expect and what you you know look out for. So this question came up for me because I was talking to someone who shared with his direct supervisor that he had started taking anti-anxiety medication. And several weeks later, someone he barely knew came up to him after a meeting and was like, hey, I wanted to talk to you about XYZ medication you're on and what your side effects have been. For me, if it is HIPAA, that's private. You do not share that, period. So that's my opinion. 
But I do feel like employees should assume that anything you say can and will be used against you. And it will be spread either as gossip or as, oh, I think so-and-so needs to know. I would be very careful about what I share in a corporate space because of that. I think it nicely segue into what I was going to say. Uh, personal preferences can vary widely. Um, even in the age groups and the generations I have different expectations, but what should it be professionally? I think that's the line that has to be clearly defined. In the organization, for example, you mentioned HIPAA, right? Very important. What personal information, if you share with your manager because you have to take a day off or you, you some, some emergency in there, is he going to share with, your, with other employees in the team? And that's a no. He cannot share it. That's a violation. So that's very clear expectation in terms of that, right? I think it comes down to, it gets a little tricky. If let's say organization fires you for a certain incompetency reason, and all of a sudden, if another company calls and verifies, does he was employed? Well, what information you can share with that, with that new organization about your role, about your, your overall conduct, unless it's legally you know, available information. So those are the kind of things that really matter. Within the smaller group, yeah, you may go out and tell your friend, you know, I had to go to the hospital, I had some problem. You already may be spewing out your personal information to other people, but that may be your um, trust circle, right? Friends or somebody, but it should not really go out of that. So that's where we draw the lines, right? But it may vary for people. Yeah, I, I'm just, again, thinking through this as as you're you're speaking and in a lot of the leadership training that I do, I really encourage the, them as leaders and organizationally to peel back the layers of the onion with, with your individual team members and, and really get them to be vulnerable on a personal level, but first by being vulnerable themselves. So I really prefer a very transparent and open work environment where people are comfortable to share those personal things. As, as you mentioned in the bio, Personal development, I think, is a big missing piece of a lot of uh, leaders and, and organizations. So it becomes tricky because I also encourage them, when people tell you these things, that has to stay with you and them unless they explicitly give you permission to share those things. We have to keep in mind the personal preferences of people, right? We have to keep in mind that there's always inbuilt biases that we are growing up with. You know, diversity is a big word and it ca captures a lot of things, but not everybody's comfortable with sharing everything. Between a manager and an employee, maybe there's a need to share that information so you can accomplish certain things. But everything else, I think it's a very fine line. It's, it's sometimes it's blurred in what you can share for your personal development and that can be shared out with the, with the rest of us. I just want to share a quick example. Uh, just recently, I was in a meeting and uh, one of the managers said, don't go out and share your salary with every other people because it creates problems. And I'm thinking, well, I never want to share my salary anyway. Uh, mm. Who are the people who are actually sharing their salaries? So it turns out this group of friends is telling each other, you know, I'm making this much. We should ask for the same amount of money. And it's putting the manager in a bad position. We could go down the road of whether people should know how much other people make or not. And that's an entirely different question <laughs> because I disagree with you there. I think people, it should be very open about if I do this job and you do this job, we get the same pay. But that's a different question.
What I did notice about what Active said and what Brett said, there were two words. One was trust and one was vulnerability. And those two things go together so closely. And I, I have situations, I can think of a situation when I was in grade school where I trusted someone with something that was private and personal to me and they shared it with everybody. And I was absolutely mortified. That was my first experience with someone not holding my trust. And that begs the question, like, who do you trust and how do you decide if you can trust them? There's so much stigma around mental challenges, right? People could be struggling with something, but will other people actually understand and be, be sensitive about it? That's, that's mm -hmm. a huge question. People, you know, you cannot be in a meeting and, and feel vulnerability and then still feel confident. Christina, you've been really quiet. I'd love to hear your thoughts at this point. Yeah, everyone's making such great points. When I heard the question, I immediately went to thinking about healthcare-related topics. And so it's interesting to hear Atif's take because he lives in that, in that realm. Uh, but there's certain things that might be private, I think of now are becoming more open where offices uh, will have a, a room for new mothers if they are nursing and need to do that during the day and it's clearly labeled and things like that, that I would have thought, you know, in the past, nobody needs to know this or mm -hmm. if you share it, if you don't want to, I feel as though things have become more common and open that might've been private before. Mm -hmm. It's evolved quite a bit. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I do feel like anything you say at work, assume it's not private. Don't ever assume that you have confidentially, confidentiality and privacy unless it's explicitly said. That's my opinion from having spent 14 years in the corporate world, but maybe I'm just biased or jaded or something. But that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Sorry, Atif. I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.